0: This podcast is not about grief. This podcast is about life, love, and finding yourself again after losing a child. I've been exactly where you are, and now I want to show you the road back to a life of your own. Let's get started. Hi there, it's Leanne. How are you doing? And every time I ask you the question, how are you? You don't have to pretend with me, even if it's just in your mind. I can't hear your reply. And you can be honest with me. You don't have to pretend with me like you do with other people. With me, you can be truly and brutally honest about your feelings and struggles. And even if I can't hear your reply, it's worse. From time to time, check in with you and answer honestly to yourself. How am I feeling right now? when I can be honest, when I don't have to pretend, when I don't have to be afraid of hurting anyone's feelings or making someone awkward. Knowing your feelings is is really a crucial part of grief recovery and and it leads to being more in touch with yourself and your needs. And all this is so crucial for your road forward. So this was a short unplanned interlude. Because what I want to talk about today is lessons I I've learned since my son died. I already talked about lessons in the early days of my podcast. I believe it was episode 4 and I'll add the number and the title of the episode in the show notes. But um, I decided to talk about lessons again because talking to my clients I've realized that um, Things do change. Perspective, sorry, shift, and uh, and it might be valuable for you all also to hear about these lessons because possibly it might give you also some hope and and something to look forward to, and some and some inspiration. So the first lesson I want to talk about is about not being afraid of things that make you sad because they might turn into memories you want to keep. And you know how, how we all have these um, moments uh, going through our days when, 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 when a memory pops up, like something triggers it. Uh, we are in a place where we used to spend time with our child. We do a thing that we used to do together, Mm, we hear a song on the radio, um things like that. And and in the beginning, uh in the early days of the loss and, and, and honestly, quite some while after, they do make us feel extremely sad, you know, just heart exploding and and, and I do call them um, grief bombs because like they 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 really come unexpectedly and they make you really, really feel uh, a whole range of emotions and, and and I remember when I was having them I was kind of thinking to myself that uh, I would love kind of for them to stop because you know you don't know where they're gonna pop up and they make you feel uncontrollably sad and uh, you know they, they you, you sometimes you have to like retreat and, and cry But then with time I I stopped wanting them to go away. Because as much as these things were painful and sad, they also more and more were starting to turn into memories, into moments of um, me feeling close to my son when when remembering these times we had together. And with time, of course, um, some memories fade and uh, we can't keep everything in our minds. So these moments, these, 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 these moments that used to be very, very painful, I now actually enjoy them when they come. Because those are the moments when I really do feel like my son is still around, that I can put my arm around his shoulders and that we can do something together again. So don't be afraid of these painful moments. Don't want for them to go away because you might actually enjoy them sometime down the road. And lesson number two I want to share with you is saying yes more to life, to new things, to experimenting. Because what's the worst that can happen if I try something and I end up not liking it? The worst that can happen is some negative emotion that I'll need to feel for a while, and probably some money spent uselessly. But the good side of this is that I I get the chance to learn so much about me. I discover what I like and what I don't like. Um, to give you an example, I recently said yes to going to Venice by myself and uh, meet up there with a good friend of mine. And I don't get to travel alone a lot. I, I, I don't have to travel for my work, and usually I travel with my family, with the boys and my husband, and yeah, for the last 15 years, I've had small children, so I don't get the luxury or the opportunity of traveling so much by myself. And when we travel as a family, most of the time, my husband makes all the plans, has suggestions for itineraries, places to eat, and so on. But this time, I had to do it all by myself, and also spend a half of the day by myself, Being by myself alone, having lunch alone, wandering around alone used to make me feel uncomfortable. When I said yes to the trip, I felt both very, very excited and also slightly anxious. But you know what? I ended up really enjoying traveling by myself, spending some time alone in the city I didn't know. And also, I enjoyed tremendously seeing and spending some time with my friend. Saying yes to something will not always turn out enjoyable, but even if you end up not liking something, you have connected with yourself. You have learned a ton about yourself. So even if you do something and end up not liking it, it's still totally worth it. And the third lesson I want to talk about is being okay with still making mistakes as a parent. I was, I guess, naive enough to believe that I'm not going to make the same mistakes with my other boys as I did with my first. And by mistakes here, I mean not showing up for them as my best self, raising my voice, sometimes not spending enough time. This is a big one because, you know, um, we don't have control over our, or the timeline, but I still sometimes do it also not being patient enough, saying the wrong thing, and so on and so on. But you know what? I'm still just a human. The fact that I have lost a child doesn't make me automatically a perfect mom to other boys. And I always do try my best. I do try hard, but I'm just human. But there is one thing I'm doing better. And this also ties into the next lesson. I'm taking an active role in me feeling better. I'm not waiting for anything and anyone to make me feel better. And this is the first lesson I want to share with you. Not waiting for someone or something to make you feel better. I did an episode a month ago about how the court judgment in my son's case didn't do, but I expected it will do for me when I received it. And I'll also add the reference in the show notes. So this is not waiting for Something to make you feel better is truly a great life lesson. And sadly, I only learned it after I lost my son, that it's not what is happening in our lives determines how we feel, but our thoughts and our attitude about it. Having children doesn't make us ultimately happy. And as a matter of fact, I was often feeling really bad about me and my life when I had my son. So imagine my anger, shame, and guilt, the whole range of negative emotions I felt when I lost him. And in the same way, also losing a child doesn't make you ultimately unhappy forever. It's us who make us feel good. It's us and only us. For some, it comes more easily and naturally, and for some, it's a lot of work. For me, feeling better was and still requires a lot of work. And you know, that's fine, because as long as I know it's possible, it's fine. Feeling better is available to every one of us. And that is the reason why I'm doing this work, because I didn't know before before I received coaching and became coach myself, I didn't know that feeling better is always available to every one of us. I used to believe that I'm just this way and that there is nothing I can do to change that. And I'm so glad I was wrong. And I'm on a mission to help other parents to feel better too. So that's all I wanted to share with you this week. Have a good week and talk to you soon again. Bye. If you are loving this podcast, then please hit subscribe, download it, and please share it with other childless survivor moms. I'm committed to help as many moms as possible to recover and build a life after childless. You can find me here. On Instagram, TikTok at Life After A Child Loss, or you can visit my website coachliene.com. That's coach, coachliene.com. And if you'd love to chat, you can sign up for a free coaching call on my website. See you next week.